It's 2013 and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Kyle Chisholm, Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand Goggles. Welcome to the X-Brand Goggles Houston Supercross pre-race pulpcast. I'm Steve Mathis. With me here, practice has just concluded. Jason Wygant. Yeah. And uh, Jason Thomas is here, too. Hello. All right. Um, hey, is our pay split? If you have both of us on, do I make less money from this? Because I'm not doing this for free, as you would imagine. No, you get your same rate. Okay, that's key. Sorry, JT, you're after. Okay, um, okay Houston just finished, uh, practice just finished here in the Astrodome. Ryan Stadium. Astrodome, really? Yeah. Did I see you get corrected on that? No, I did that on purpose. Okay. Okay, uh, the track. First of all, let's get to the track. Big whoops. Why again? Yes. Um, they were huge. We saw them in practice. And then most people's theory were, well, the dirt's soft. They're going to break down, and then they'll roll them in and take those holes out, and they'll get smaller and smaller and smaller. They're maybe a little bit smaller, but they're still pretty gnarly. So I will now turn to the certified expert on whoops. One of the all-time greats. Do the whoops. When Jason you think Thomas. whoops. When you think whoops. You, you think, think Jason Thomas. Are they still gnarly, and will they still be gnarly when it counts in the main events? Uh, they'll probably get tougher, but they were significantly easier in that practice than the first practice. I thought it would have been pretty interesting if they left them that difficult. I was a little bit bummed out that they were easier, but I think it's kind of standard practice now, so it is what it is, I guess. The uh, the track itself, pretty different. Zigzags across the start straight. It's got some sand. It's got a sort of a wall, it's got a big finish line, um, a different track. I don't know how the racing's going to be, but a different track than usual. Yeah, what is it about Houston? You remember back in the old days when they actually were in the Astrodome? Yeah. They always seem to have some huge, like, mountains, and I don't well, know, no, they, they get a good no, deal no, on dirt no, no, here. I, what is like the deal? The, you're like the fifth person I've explained this okay, to. Okay, please. And I don't please. know why it was okay. Houston. Yeah. But in honor of the, the late C.E. Altman, oh, yes, they would build a giant mound of dirt, Right. And it would either be a tabletop, a step up, JT, you remember? It would be different things. It was the C.E. Altman jump. Wow. And it was only in Houston, and it was dedicated to C.E. Altman. A big pile of dirt in his memory. Yep. yep. The, the legacy Absolutely. lives on via no, a big the, pile no, of dirt. No, for real. That was what, that, why every year in Houston you saw some big obstacle. So this track is weird. It, the first turn goes between the takeoff and the landing yeah. and the finish line double. Yeah, they only use it on the first lap. It's not like they're going to collide during the laps. Which would be even cooler. The if they even didn't, cooler. Yeah. They could have an over-under without even having to truck right, the over-under. Because how around. many people really seriously single the finish line? It never At happens. At any point. No. I don't think so. I mean, JT probably has done it a few times, but <laughs> not many people have singled the, the finish line. Um, the track, yeah, it looks unique. I don't know if that's going to affect the racing. Right. JT, are there any passing spots that you're actually seeing out there? That's the topic we talk about every week. Yeah. Honestly, other than the, there's kind of an option in the whoops, you can go inside and there's a couple less or whatever. Other than the whoops, I didn't really see much. Uh, I hate to keep harping on that because we do all the time, but I mean, you have to point it out if it's, you know, if you see an issue, I, yeah. you know, what are we going to turn a blind eye to it? So Is it still a travesty that two of the East guys get national points? It is and will always be. <laughs> Yes, I think instead of the C.E. Altman jump, they should have the 250 Supercross points jump, and it should be just a sad 
like poor, terrible yeah. jump. It's just an example of this rule. Can you give us some other decisions that are equally as poor as the one they made to give 250 guys national points? Yes, just tune in on Monday nights to the Pulp Show, and you'll see a great example of that. Of decision, poor yes. decisions? Yes. Right. Um, all right, let's, let's, practice is over. Um, 450 practice. Ryan Dungey struggled again in the big whoops. Most of the day he struggled, at least to me, every time I saw him. But he put one lap together. That was the fastest. Yeah, I think uh, he, he probably was really excited that the whoops were smaller. Uh, he, he seemed to struggle there. You know, and I was pointing it out that I felt that our bikes were handling quite a bit better than Dungey's. Yes. You know? Yeah, um, pointed that out. And they're the same bike, really. It's just setup. So whatever makes him feel comfortable on the track is obviously not ideal for the whoops from what I've seen. And if the whoops are easy tonight, probably a blessing for him, mm -hmm. honestly. Uh, I don't think it's any coincidence. I was at Tim Ferry's house all week. He's here in Houston, and his rider, Trey Kennard, was in the top spot for a long time, and now he's second. Really? I'm going to pass it to Weege. I think it was a coincidence. <laughs> okay. There's, I think it was a coincidence. There's no reason. <laughs> there's not coincidence that the guys whose house I was at who talks to Trey. Was did you go to Chad Reed's house this week? I did. How's he going to do tonight? He's not here. <laughs> okay. Neither is Michael Byrne. Is that a yeah, Neither you is Dean Byrne? Wilson. Okay. But Dean Wilson's <laughs> dad was there. <laughs> So. No coincidence. <laughs> no Dean Wilson's dad was at Chad Reed's house, and Trey Kennard is sitting in second place. All right, I'm following that. Right. That is about as hard to figure <laughs> as the weirdo obstacles they have on this um, track. But no, hey, uh, he didn't race. Uh, he didn't race Toronto. Yep. He, according to the Tim Ferry, mm -hmm. probably been on the bike only three or four times. Maybe there's a little more hop in his step from from that time because he looked good. Yeah, it does look actually better. And as we've seen with Trey all year, the whole day kind of swings in this pendulum. If he has a couple of tip-overs and crashes in practice, it just unravels. And if he has a couple of decent laps in practice, the whole night seems to go well. It's really funny how momentum seems to follow him one direction or another or other guys. We've seen James Stewart go over the bars and then set the fastest lap yeah. 52 seconds later. So I guess so far so good for Trey. Mm -hmm. We didn't see him on the ground. He had fast times. We'll see. He, he won in this building two years ago. Yeah, yep. absolutely. First win, uh, Stewart third, Barsha fourth, Villapoto fifth. Villapoto looked like he might have had a good lap going. <laughs> yeah, please describe this. Uh, this is hilarious. A flyer lap, last lap of practice, <laughs> comes around to the right left-hander, and then there's a right-hander before the finish, and he comes around, and Pike is right there, and he has to slow up, and all of us go, oh, because <laughs> we're all watching to see if Villapoto's <laughs> hot lap can, can sit on top of the board. So he ended up fifth, I think, right? Yeah, fifth. Fifth. Pike doesn't – but Weston Pike doesn't care. No. About hot laps, about flyers. No. He gave him a good view of the annihilist <laughs> that he has written on the back of his helmet. <laughs> JT, can you explain that? We've had it's out in the open now. And you Is didn't want okay, you, didn't, you didn't want to talk about it, but can we explain it? Uh basically, yeah. So there's two different words. There's nihilist and annihilist. Right. And they're not too much different, but they're certainly Different the enough. Yeah, the one we were going for is not the one that's on his helmet. Weston heard us call him a nihilist. Yeah, he thought we said a nihilist, but we called him a a, ni a nihilist. You know, uh, so he went and got horrible, his helmet painted. Yeah, horrible miscommunication with the nihilist. Yes. Uh, Who broke it to him? Do you think? I don't know. That person is now deceased. Right. Right. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. There's no. God there's, rest his soul. God help the guy who said, "Hey, Weston, they weren't calling you this. They were actually calling you a nihilist." Uh, yeah, it's, but it's, then you could flip that into the fact that he's such a nihilist. He doesn't even believe in right. He doesn't even believe in spelling. Right. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. So, anyways, um, do you think 
No, this is totally. This is a mathless question. Do you think RV would have had the fastest lap? Uh, it would have been close. Yeah. 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 He would have been better than fifth. How about that? Right. Okay. Yeah. Because as it was, he was uh, seven tenths, almost eight tenths off. Yeah. And you know how I feel about practice. It's a huge pissing contest. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. Well, dick measuring. Well. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Wygant, uh, Justin Brayton. Looked good. I mean, seventh. Looked good. Seventh place Man. overall. But probably <laughs> fastest in the whoops. First or second fastest in the whoops. Yeah, but he's going to suffer as those things get easier each time. I mean, the first session, for folks that couldn't see, and anyone listening to this could not, because this is not video, they were so it's bad that, that Dungey was literally rolling the whoops, and Barsha was rolling the whoops. He could not blitz the whoops all the way to the end. But Brayton was hitting them like any other whoop section on any other track any other week. But I think that advantage is getting neutralized each time they go out there and the whoops get easier. Yeah, but I think he ended up seventh there, which considering how the last few weeks have gone, I think yeah. seventh is a bit of an upgrade. And they're looking for any positive sign, any signs of light over there. So the room, that is some positive. The rumors news. are you may or may not fly back on a private jet tonight with, with Coach. Uh, I'm, hoping it's a, I'm hoping it's a may, will, or whatever. N not a not. Not yeah. Uh, I was I was asking I feel like this you could, two gentlemen. I feel like this could hurt your reporting. I was actually going to not tell the world that I was going to do this, if, but it's out in the Ricky open. If Ricky Carmichael flies me on his private jet, yeah. I've got a lot of good things to say about Ricky Carmichael. <laughs> yeah. Let's put it that be way. Very difficult to <laughs> be very difficult to remain neutral if I get on that private jet tonight. I, I mean, I don't blame you. I've done it once. JT has done it many times. You know what, though? If I come out here and I blow up Brayton, is it really going to be any different? No, good point. So if I say next week that he looks uh, awesome, they won't know if it's JT, the flight or just me. JT, if he flies back on the private jet, does he try to get half his money back from, from his airline ticket? <laughs> Absolutely. I thought about it. Does he go I thought to his about airline trying to get credit. I thought about trying to get credit. I'm not going to make my flight tomorrow morning. Trust me, I thought about it. Um, hey, Josh Hill, a couple of good practices. Can you let him talk? Sure. Okay. Josh Hill, a couple of good practices. Best we've seen all yeah, year. By far. Absolutely. By far. Um. Philip Nicoletti, he was last after the first practice, second practice, yep. first time. And I, we went and had some carne asada tacos, and I said, what's up? And he said, I'm just being a pussy about those whoops. And now he came out, the last practice was 10th passes. Yeah, much better. Right. Uh, obviously, yeah, like I said, practice doesn't mean much. It, it, there's right. so much to racing starts, and the passing is going to be incredibly difficult. So, I, I, man – Everybody makes such a big deal about practice, and then as soon as the races start, everybody's like, eh, practice? Nah, nobody cares about practice. Right. But then that's all you talk yeah. about all day until the races. So, so if you're not, if you're Andrew Short, are you worried? You're 15th. No. Uh, you're pissed off. Yeah. Because you have to sit there and look at that time, and everybody's asking you, what's wrong? What's right, wrong? What's right. wrong? And you're just right. wanting the races to start. But. Um, well, again, I thought Millsaps looked better than a uh, – because, okay, he was teamed up with Barsha for most of that practice. Yeah, they chased each other Barsha around. fourth. Millsaps, uh, 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 hold on, sixth. Thought he looked better than that. I think that's I the story. The, fine line, the whole year is like that. Yeah. I mean, Dungey ended up being fastest. I don't know if Dungey's actually been fastest at the end of the second session any time this year. Yeah. But they're so close every week. Yeah. I mean, that's one mistake they made. One Weston Pike getting in the way in the last turn. Right. I, you you have to just go on the, the visual right. test instead of the stopwatch six, with any of these six guys. Six guys in the same second. As right, the, so yeah, yeah. Don't, one little mistake or a new line right. opens up, it all right. changes. Um, all right, surprises tonight. Let's predict some surprises in the 450s. Well, you know me. 
I'm an ardent supporter of the program they have over there at Dodge Saquon RCH Suzuki. Yes. I've been predicting all year that both I, those riders that. are going to step I've up. I've heard that. Yep. But I do feel like things are on the upswing for both. Tickle's by far the best ride of the year he had was the last race in Toronto. Yep. And uh, we already mentioned what Hill did in this practice. So I think you could maybe even see both those guys in the top ten tonight. That would be a huge right. step for that team, I think. Uh, JT, what do you think? Surprises tonight? Uh, I would say I don't think that we're going to see much surprises. I think it's going to be the status quo. The surprises quo. would be no surprise. I would I like say I, I take, yeah. yes, I take Phil Poto yeah. for the win. I take I'm not asking for that Will yet. Will Hahn for the win. I'm not asking you that yet. Stop it. I'm not asking you. I, I'm taking over. Stop. It's all right. Talking. Um... But as far as real surprises, the only thing that has been surprising thus far is the quote-unquote triples that you like to say have been we're, we're fast today. Yeah. Some guys popping around the top 10, yeah. 8, 9, 10, 11 in practice or whatever, you know, they were up there. Right. Uh, that was pretty cool to see. Um, I'd like to see Weimer get back in the mix, man. He's been struggling. He yeah. just Even in practice today, didn't look good. Right. Times weren't good. Yeah, he was a third, um, third 12th or 13th or something. Yeah, that's a bit surprising. But right. Yeah. Uh, 250 class, uh, Muskan. Han, new guy Tyler Bowers. Um, Bowers top five, JT. You're claiming? Yes, I I think especially with the difficult whoops and that bike. Um, right. No, Kyle, I would be shocked in this class if he's not a top five guy. No, Kyle Peters. We, he may or may not be hurt. Right. Uh, Jeremy Martin Jeremy got Martin hurt. Well. Yeah. And Jeremy Martin's gonna be. Looks like he's at the hospital yeah. from the X-rays. He may not be racing yeah. tonight. So just. You know, it's, it's getting much and much is, easier and easier for these guys. Is PJ Larson here? Yes, he is. He is, and I have no answers for that. <laughs> uh, why well, No doubt this thing comes down to Muscan and Han, though. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah. I, I feel like the only rider who maybe one of these weeks was going to get in there and maybe challenge him speed-wise was, was Martin. He's probably not going to race tonight. He wasn't in that last practice. Yep. So scratch that. I think we've seen that Wharton each week is just a hair off. Obviously, if they both get tangled up with a tough block in the first turn, yeah. Wharton has a shot at winning. Yeah. He did a couple weeks ago. If that were to happen again, sure. But I think actually the entire session – it seemed like Han was the guy until very late. Yeah, Muskan came on and actually I, beat him by a good four tenths of a second. I may have been surfing other internet sites and not or what I was doing. I never noticed Muskan at all. Um, again, yeah, could have just been me. But looking at hockey out. scores, weren't you? Big game tonight. Yeah, big yeah. game tonight. Mm -hmm. um, Gavin Faith fourth. I haven't seen much out of him out of the first heat race. Yeah, and I know that uh, the story with him coming in was that he's really good in the whoops. He's one of the bigger guys in the class, so I thought this would uh, lend itself to him. He was in the top five for a lot of the session, but mm -hmm. at 250 East, we have to say top five is relative. Like, is fifth yeah. fastest, like, I, amazing, I, or is that just par? I, I feel like JT just loves shitting on these guys. They try their hardest, and he just shits on them. I'm appalled at Wygant's lack of respect for this class. <laughs> these guys are professional athletes at the top level of this sport. Right. And I won't stand for it. No. I will not stand no. for this lack of respect. He didn't even used to race. He never raced. Seriously. Yeah. You have like, no idea like what these better. guys go through right. to be yeah. at this level. I'd like to see you do better. I was told this week, until I can beat Tickle, don't write anything about him. That's what somebody said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. right, right. And until, as I say, the only person I can write about basketball is Michael Jordan. Right. Everybody else stay out. Until you're president of the United States, do not write do about Do not write about anything. Yep. Yes. Yep. That's, that's very, until very, you're God. I love, <laughs> I love that logic from fans. Um, Ken Somebody Zara, said that uh, the 250 East Riders, they're the best 250 riders in the country, but they're not because they split the country in half. They are truly not the best in the country. They've literally split it into two and coasts. And it's completely subjective to who, who, what teams <laughs> want what guys on what coasts. Uh, yeah, I'm going to paint myself in a corner talking about that class, but 
and, and it's not – if all the guys were healthy, these Bogle, Izzy, Durham, all these guys, the class will be fine. Yep. But then you take out those guys. Then you take out – you take out Peters, and now you take out Jeremy Martin. And Wilson. You take out all these – yeah, Wilson. Yeah. I mean, it's just – exactly, Justin Hill. There's – it's getting down to nothing, you know, and it's not anybody's fault, but you can't – we can't sit here and not talk about it either. We, You know, I'm not trying to disrespect the riders in it, but – if, if you want me to claim that the class is stacked when I know it's not, I did, then I'm going to look like even more of an idiot. You would think that would be hard to do, but somehow. Can I go? <laughs> can we do this? Uh, completely, <laughs> the microphones are completely rotated around the table. Cole Thompson? Let's, Canadian? Let's, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it for Cole Thompson. What uh, he wants to do? Let's give He's it up for 48. Cole Thompson. Let's He's give number 48. He rides a Honda. <laughs> let's give it up for Cole Thompson. Let's give Thompson. it up for Cole Thompson. I mean, seriously, he's got to do something. <laughs> oh. This class is fucking pathetic come on come on cole you might want to stop you no. might want to stop at this point no nah, i'm just kidding i'm joking let's yep. make some predictions yeah but still and, let's, and, let's and make predictions yes. okay yeah. um 450s give me does rv continue his streak just because you two are probably going to pick him i'll pick somebody else no i'm not picking him whoa i'm not picking him what but don't tell him when we go down there no 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 no, no problem <laughs> okay then i'll pick him in that case okay yeah 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 rv you already said rv Top right three we do this top three. Uh, Dunn's just been good the last few weeks. He was mm -hmm. struggling with the whoops earlier. He obviously got it fixed. He was fastest in that session. Weston Pike be darned. So I'll put Dungeon in the podium, which we throw in one other guy. Why not? Why not Kennard? Why not? That's what I say. Really? Yeah. JT, what do you got? Uh, 450 class, RV. Yeah, I just think he's the strongest guy. Dunge was impressive, though. If I had to hedge my bet, I, I put Dunge up there. Like, they're going to be very close tonight. Mm -hmm. And the start is everything in this class right now with the way the tracks are. So, if you ask me this question at the end of the first lap, I could almost give you a 99% guarantee. But, yep, yeah, it's tough. Top three. Uh, RV, Dunge, Barsha. All right. I'm going to go with uh, Millsaps, Canari, Les Smith. You want to wager that? Okay. 250 class, top three. Han, Musquin, Now Han, Han did this to us in Toronto where he looked really good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But right. whatever. Right. I mean, he, screw me once, shame on him. Screw yeah. me twice after the night, shame on me. <laughs> screw you twice, give you the number. Give you your number. <laughs> All right, why well, can't talk to I'm gonna I'm going to give Bowers the benefit of the doubt. He could I, take the third spot. I'm going I'm going Han, Muskan, Bowers. Okay. I, I just think that right. Wharton is a little bit yeah. more seasoned in this the, right. You know, the series right now, and I'm going to go with him. Uh, he's a little bit better starter than Bowers. I didn't like Bowers effing with me when I was texting him about the spot. Yeah, it, it's really the only reason I'm going with Wharton is a start. Okay. Bowers is a big kid on that bike. All right, well, again, top three, two for these. Yeah, Han, Muskan, and Wharton, I'm going to go with. Same uh, shocker, thing. yeah. Well, I mean, it's Bowers technically right. his first race I'm gonna of go the with year Cudby, in this series. Cudby, Guy B, and Lissamore, top three. Lissamore's now, now he's number three. Right. Number three sitting uh, right us. All right, everybody. It's been the X-Brand Goggle pre-race uh, pulpcast from Houston. Thanks for listening. Thanks, JT. Thanks, Weech. Uh, we'll see you next week. We're in uh, sunny Minneapolis.